Hey, welcome back. It's Thursday, December 7th, 2023, Pearl Harbor Day. Born on this date in 1973, NFL Hall of Fame receiver Terrell Owens of Alexander City. Today, let's talk about a presidential debate, prison contraband, and the high school football state finals. This is Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Four of the Republican presidential candidates were at the University of Alabama in Tuscaloosa last night for their fourth and final debate before next year's primaries. And once again, former President Donald Trump chose not to attend. Now that certainly makes the debates a little less lively, perhaps, than the 2016 versions, although Wednesday night the candidates did occasionally speak above one another, and Vivek Ramaswamy made a thinly veiled reference to former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's weight, so there was a little bit of that spirit of 16 in the House. Now, even though they were in Tuscaloosa, nobody made a big deal out of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' pledge that the state of Florida would pay for legal costs if Florida State University decides to dig into the college football playoff committee's decision to leave the Seminoles out. However, Christie did take very fleeting swipes at a couple of Alabama senators present and past. First, quote, these jokers in Congress, they couldn't promote someone in the military who earned their own rank. Now, that had to be a knock on U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville's blockade of military promotions that he ended earlier this week. Then, Christie included former U.S. Senator and U.S. Attorney General Jeff Sessions while listing recent AGs he believed were less effective than John Ashcroft. Just a few hours before the debate, U.S. Senator Katie Britt of Enterprise announced her endorsement of Donald Trump, the front-running candidate who was not coming to her state. Now, the timing may seem weird, and you might wonder whether such a thing might have taken some air out of the debate, but others might suggest that endorsements are about as valuable as an unbeaten ACC record, and not nearly as exciting. You've seen in the movies where prison inmates use primitive tools to make their escapes. A piece of wire found in the yard, a spoon baked into a cake they use to slowly dig their way through their cell wall. And you always think, man, if they only had better tools, they could escape quicker, and this movie would end before I hit the rack. Well, AL.com's Carol Robinson reports that two people have been charged with trying to smuggle contraband into the Fountain Correctional Facility that included wire cutters, black clothing, a night vision monocular, a big hunting knife, a couple of throw-in knives, and a couple other knives, which sounds like Jim Bowie's poaching kit. Also found in the vehicle pulled over near the prison were a prepaid cell phone card, 17 cell phones, a used syringe, and phone chargers. The two suspects were from Mobile. They were booked into the Escambia County Detention Facility in Bruton. All win streaks come to an end, and Thompson High School saw its state championship streak end at four during the first night of the Super 7. Central Phoenix City's Cam Coleman caught a pass from Andrew Alford and scored on a 73-yard catch and run to beat Thompson 21-19 Wednesday night in the Class 7A state finals at Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, reports AL.com's Ben Thomas. Now that caps a 13-0 season for Central Phoenix City with the school's third state title. That was just the start of the Super 7. The rest of the schedule looks something like this. Today, 
you got Class 3A, Mobile Christian and Madison Academy. Class 1A, Coosa Christian and Leroy. Class 5A, Gulf Shores versus Ramsey. And on Friday, 4A, Montgomery Catholic versus Cherokee County. 2A, Fife versus Realtown. And 6A, Sarah Land versus Clay Chalkville. Well, that's all we got today. Thank y'all so much for listening. We're going to be back here again tomorrow. Until then, y'all come by and see us on the World Wide Web at AL.com.